So, uh, how long have you been doing your podcast? Well, okay, so I started last year, and then I think I did like nine, ten. I did ten episodes, and then I was working in Louisiana, so I stopped, and then I came back, and I just started doing them again. Okay, you're, you're so you're originally from Freeport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I so up there. okay. So, how did you get to Louisiana? Work. Okay. Do you mind what you say? Oh, but I guess, is there anything that you don't want us to ask you or talk about? No. Okay. No so what, off topic? All right. Raw footage. All right. What? No, nothing? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to um, ask crazy questions. Anymore. No, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so what were you doing in Louisiana for work? Uh, I was working for an, an insulation company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. What got you in insulation? Well, so I have a, I was a safety director for oh, wow. like seven years. I want to say okay. for a long time and then i quit when i went on exatlon on telemundo the reality show yeah. what yes oh we got a lot to talk about <laughs> <laughs> you watch it or what oh a little telemundo un poquito i forget what <laughs> a little <laughs> bit keep going. Keep going. so then i came back and then some personal stuff happened so then i went back to the plants and then that's how i ended up in louisiana Okay. Really? Very nice. So you have, uh, it's, it's BCN Supplements, right? Right. What does that stand for? My name. <laughs> Those are my initials. Okay. Brianda Carrasco. Okay. Brianda Carrasco Nieto. Awesome. And it could also stand for Balance Complete Nutrition. Ah, so, or Brianda like Carrasco's Nutrition. So, you know, oh, wow. kind of play with it. I like what you did there. Yeah. What are you claiming it as your name though right now? Yeah, my initials. I mean, to be honest, it's my initials. Uh, I want to hear you say your name. I can say Brianda. Uh, how do you say your last name? Carrasco. Carrasco. Mm-hmm. Brianda Carrasco. He's the whitest guy you'll I am ever. the whitest Mexican you've ever <laughs> I could probably say it better, maybe. Say it. No, say it. I'd have to say it again mm-hmm. so I could repeat it. Carrasco. Car- Carrasco. <laughs> Carrasco. Yeah. I got a better role than you, man. He, he did roll it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you want to, like, how did you start the supplement? Like, what made you want to get into the supplement market? So I guess it all started back in like 2017. I used to compete. I mm. used to do pageants. And then when I won, I won Miss Houston Latina. And my director, she was into fitness competitions. So she got me into doing fitness competitions. So I was on stage a lot. I was always on a diet. And people would always ask me like, hey, do you sell a protein? Do you have your own product? Oh, wow. And I didn't. I didn't know anything about business. I, you know, I was just starting. And so that always stayed in the back of my mind. And when I went to Exatlon, I came back. I worked on a project when I came back. And then when they hired me, they were like, you're going to be laid off in November. That's when the project ends. So, you know, they were like, save your money. I was like, okay, well, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so come November, I got laid off. Um, and this was just before COVID hit. So I was like, I want to take a few months off, and then I'll figure out what I want to do. Because I never really liked safety. I just kind of ended up there. And I just stuck with it because it was good money and it was a job. So, right. Um, so I got laid off and then I was like, I'm gonna take a few months, figure out what I really want to do. And then COVID hits. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm not going back to the plants anytime soon. Um, I was like, okay, I have the time now. Cause I was always busy. I was competing. I was working, I always had something going on. And I was like, okay, so I have time. And I have the money. Like, everything just lined up. And I was asking myself, what do I want to do? And then I remembered. I was like, well, people used to always ask me about supplements. And it's something that I like. And that's how I was like, okay, but I don't even know where to start. And I had started dating him, dating my boyfriend in 2019. 
And he used to work at a supplement store when he was younger. So he was like, hey, I still know some people. Really? Yeah. Wh- which one? Oh, right there. That's a local business too, right? It is. Okay. Yeah. So then he contacted me with the owner. The owner put me in touch with the lab. And then I, I, I didn't know what to start with. So I was like, well, what do I, I personally take? Because I didn't want to do something that I wouldn't take myself. And I wanted to keep it really clean. Because being in the, you know, competing, you see all kinds of stuff. You see people taking stuff or eating certain ways that is not good for them. And they end up messing their system up. So I was like, I wanted to be healthy. And I wanted but also effective. So something I always take is collagen. Mm. You know, I don't want to say I'm vain, but, you know, <laughs> I, I care about the way I look. So <laughs> I was like, collagen is skin, hair, and nails. But then there's also the fitness side of it, the joints and whatnot. So that was my first product. It's mm. really nice. Are you, do you, are you thinking of getting into other supplements? Like, uh, like peptides are really popular now and things like that. Uh, I don't know about so much for... Uh, weightlifting, but definitely for uh, health and and longe- longevity. Peptide. Well, the collagen is collagen peptides. Oh, and it's hydrolyzed. Uh, excuse me, I'm very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's so, what we're doing. We're learning. Yeah, <laughs> so so educate us. What's the collagen is is heavily geared towards towards women, right? That's what you would think. Yeah, that's what the con- you know that's what the media market is. Yes, yeah, because I guess the nails they grow really fast. The hair it helps growth, and then it also helps with the skin. But it, okay. it's, it also helped with joints and something uh, my boyfriend was telling me. He didn't know about it before I told him about it. But he hurt. What did you hurt? Your shoulder? Yeah, his shoulder. His mm. shoulder. So he has been having problems with that. And he said, if I would have known about collagen back then, I would have been taking it. And a lot of guys think that it's for women. Yeah. But collagen is a huge percentage of the protein in your body. Whether you're a man or a woman, we all have it. It's like the glue that holds everything together. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have long hair until the other day. I started taking collagen <laughs> as your product. So like, <laughs> works good. Works pretty good. <laughs> so what are the other supplements that you have so far under your line? So far, I have an immune booster. Mm. So after I came out with the collagen, everybody was asking me, when are you coming out with the pre-workout? And I'm like, <laughs> it's about to be about, it's supposed to be about health. I'm yeah. like, that's not, a pre-workout isn't something healthy. So it, it was whenever COVID had just hit. So I was reading up on stuff, seeing what the doctors were saying. And then I also noticed that not a lot of people were pushing health. And it kind of like upset me a little bit because Mm. I was like, we should be pushing eating healthy. We should be pushing exercising. We should be pushing getting out there, not being stressed, taking vitamins. So I decided to do the immune booster. And I know that the pre-workout is what's going to probably sell the most. But to me, it's like it's about health. So that's what I came out with. And then now that that's out, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to make the pre-workout. But I want to make it as clean as possible. Yeah, you could take a, a really good spin on it. And that mm-hmm. I, that's kind of ironic in the fitness industry. Some of these supplements, or probably a vast majority of them, aren't healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just yes. a bunch of, they're pumped with a bunch of caffeine and God knows what else in it. Things that make you feel like it's working. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm thinking the good products, you're going to see them over over a long period of time. Right. But like pre-workout, you know, you like yeah. start getting the tingles, the tingling. start to feel like mm-hmm. you're about to die. Yeah. So I wanted to focus on health. So that's why the slogan is built from the inside out. Yeah. So obviously I want everybody to look good, but I want them to be good on the inside as well. And I actually am doing a black label for the pre-workout. 
okay. because the other two is a white label and then that way it'll dif- differentiate between what is like just health and what's fitness yeah ah attention yeah. to detail do you have a, a mentor that's like taking you along this ride or are you just kind of learning as you go I'm just learning as I go, but I just met somebody. Um, her name is Crystal Sarmiento, and I'm going to start working with her because nice. I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I need help. But for the past year and a half, I've just been figuring it out on my own. Yeah. So where can, as of right now, where are your supplements available at? Where, where could people buy them at? They can go to the website, www.bcnsubs.com, or I have them I have them at a nutrition depot in Pearland. Okay. I have them with my makeup artist, Makeup by Diego, Heck my yeah. lash tech, little places around town. And I just need to make more time to go talk to more places because that's something that I, and that's also why I'm getting a business coach now because I need to manage my time better. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, you could probably be doing a lot of uh, in-person events and things like that, but I imagine COVID kind of put a, a ringer on that, right? It did, yeah. I we were at a Athletic Empire, and we were at a Total Nutrition. Mm. So we've only done two events so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some key events that you want to get into or go to to uh, show BCN off? Well, I guess eventually I like to go to like the big fitness competitions yeah, like the arnold classic mm-hmm. or something like that yeah, yeah. olympia yeah crossfit or something like that yeah yeah um, i want to target everyone because it's health it's and yeah. i don't want people to see this the brand and think it's fitness it's, yeah. it's health it's for anyone and everybody yeah do you run into anything you know being on social media and being an attractive uh woman do you run into other women or other men that are are that kind of get kind of intimidated by some of your photos or some of your posts or anything like that. So they kind of shy away because it's taking a step into the fitness world. It kind of looks all for vain, um, but you're taking a nice spin on it being that it's for the healthy, you know, for your actual good of your body. Right. So yeah. how do you kind of balance that out? Well, I actually had a, the girl who I, who did my pictures. She said, Oh, you know, yeah, she, she mentioned something. So she told me, she was like, make sure that you're not just taking pictures at the gym with your products because she was like, for example, her, she's not really big into working out. I look, She was like, I look at your product and I look at you and I think, oh, it's for people who work out. I don't know what it is, but it must be for people who work mm-hmm. out. And so, yeah, I'm working on trying to not make it look that way and yeah. to make sure that I can reach to men and women and well, over the age of 25 because that's really when our body stops producing or it, you know, it doesn't produce as much anymore after yeah. the age of 25. So that's who I want to target. Yeah. You're doing a good job with it because I've, I've noticed that your, your branding is not all gym photos and it kind of looks like the everyday person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're doing that very well. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. And I try to post pictures of people who don't look like they go to the gym every day or, you know, I'm like, it, it's for everybody. I don't care what kind of lifestyle you live everybody needs to well okay i don't want to say i don't care what lifestyle you live i want you to live a healthy lifestyle but right. regardless of what your goals are right yeah are you able to help a lot of people like do people reach out to you for fitness advice and diet advice and stuff like that they do sometimes and i try to help them with what i can but i'm not an expert so i'll usually refer them to somebody like hey this is the nutritionist i use or this is the trainer i use or sometimes for people who can't afford a trainer, I'll post little reels like, yeah. "Hey, here's a workout." If you know, if you don't, if you show up at the gym and you don't know what to do, just watch this video. Um, yeah. 
Well, you're you're starting to get a pretty big social media presence. Um, how is that um, going? Is there a lot of comments, a lot of responding? Um, how, how's it feel? It's not as much as when I was on the TV show. Oh, yeah. Like when I was just get when I just got off the TV show, that was the first time I started getting negative comments and mm. negative messages. Because before that, it was people who knew me and they followed me before because they liked me. You know, you yeah. usually follow a page when you like somebody. But here, I was on TV, so they saw me on TV, so they went and followed. And, you know, that's when I started receiving uh, negative comments or just really creepy guys. And <laughs> and that was overwhelming. I would have a lot of messages. And I just stopped. Even to now, I don't receive as many messages, but I don't even open all my messages anymore. I don't check to see who follows me. I don't. Because during that time, it was just so overwhelming that for my mental health, I was like, I don't. I'm not even going to look at it. <laughs> that's that's good. We, we talk a lot about mental health on here because we, we kind of deal with it. So I was wondering how you deal with that. Um, we've, we've had a, a little bit of negative comments, but we it's really easy to let that get to you and um, kind of right. ruin your day. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering how you kind of do that. Yeah, and there were a lot of times when I wanted to respond because they would say <laughs> the dumbest things. Some uh. of the things they would say, it was like, oh, so, okay, something I get a lot is that so I've been on a few podcasts right before this one, and I, it's come up that I'm a, I'm very introverted or I'm shy, and they tell me, oh, it doesn't seem like it because of your your social media. It looks like you're outgoing and confident, and which confidence doesn't have anything to do with whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. But you know, they they have this image of me, right? And uh, sometimes people would comment, she didn't win the show because she wasn't humble, <laughs> and I'm like. It was an obstacle course. What are you talking about? <laughs> First of all, and second, what is? How do you even know I'm not humble? You don't even know me. Yeah, it's so. such a crazy thing, right? Social media. I feel it, especially for for women, and especially for attractive women that kind of put themselves out there, kind of like mm-hmm. you do. It's it's kind of a crapshoot of what kind of feedback you're going to get. For guys, it's kind of like, eh, you know, no one's really following us, checking up on us. But for females, it, the world is harsh on social media, right? Because everyone's a keyboard warrior. So mm-hmm. no one really wants to be your friend on social media. Or they can really not be your friend and, you know, take jabs at you all day. Or really yeah. not be a person. Yeah. It could be, be just a, a bot, bot, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's why if it just got to the point to where if they were leaving negative comments, I would either just delete them. Or if it was someone who kept leaving negative comments, I would just block them. I yeah. wouldn't even respond. And uh, something that really stuck with me, that one of, one of the girls who was also on the show, she told us that her parents had told her, they were like, don't focus on the negative people. They were like, focus on the people who took time out of the day to comment something nice on your page and reply to those people. And they were mm. like, the other ones, ignore them. And I was like, that's really good advice. So then that's what I started doing. I believe you're doing that. It, se- it seems like you are because it's... Yeah, you have to be overwhelmed with messages. Yeah, and like I said, now it's not as much, but and I stopped using Facebook for that reason as well because <laughs> it was just so many people on there, and now I, I feel bad because I know sometimes like people that I actually know will message me on there, but I just don't open Facebook anymore. It'll, whatever I post on Instagram automatically posts on Facebook, but it just got to the point where people realized I'm not on there, so they yeah. stopped commenting and they stopped. Mm. How yeah. how uh, for us. How annoying is posting? How just it's like cumbersome? Yeah, it's yeah. so time consuming. Yes, coming yeah. up with content, thinking about a caption. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Um, for the viewers and 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 listeners that don't know this competition, um, what competition were you in? 
on the on the show mm-hmm. it's kind of a mixture of survivor and ninja warrior so, <laughs> wow that sounds hard it, yeah it was especially because whenever okay so i'll tell you the story i was getting ready to compete at uh, a dallas europa so i'm leaning out i'm eating very little carbs uh you know just depleted and i get a message on instagram from a producer and he has the show that he wants to talk to me about and i remember i was at work i was i was doing safety i was a safety director and i was in my office and i read the the message and i'm like okay you're right and i put the (laughs) phone down and i go back to work and i'm writing safety policies and i'm like i'm like i don't like this so i'm like let let me just message him let me see what let me see if what he says. <laughs> she went back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll fuck around with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged him back and he said, he sends me his number. He's like, call me so I can tell you about it. And I put it down again and I'm like, nah. And I keep working. And I'm like, this is so boring. I'm like, fine, I'm going to call him. <laughs> so I go outside and I call him and, you know, he says he's from Telemundo. It's a new show. It's going to be the first season here in the U.S. He's like, go on YouTube and look up Mexico Exatlon because Mexico had already done a season. Mm. So I was like, he was like, you'll be in the Dominican Republic. You won't be able to talk to anyone. We're going to take your cell phone away from you. Ooh, that's scary. Yes. <laughs> Being a, a, a woman. Getting, I'll be like, yes. Nope. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, OK, I was like, let me go check it out. So I, I hang up with him. And I go back to my desk and I YouTube it. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, he's, he wasn't lying. I was like, he was for real. So the next few weeks was just me going back and forth. I'm like, what, do I want to leave my job? Do I? I'm like, I don't know what to do. So it was just a lot of back and forth. And finally, I decided to do it. So I quit my job and I went on the show. And I knew I wasn't ready for it because of my condition. I was all depleted, but... I was like, it's a, it's a one like a once in a lifetime type of opportunity. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ready, but I don't know when they're gonna ask me to be on TV again. So I'm gonna go, and I'm just gonna live the experience, and whatever happens, happens. What does your your family think? Uh, is your family supportive of the social media? Because I imagine being Hispanic, you know, the <laughs> classic old dad, especially like trying to be protective. Yeah. Are they supportive, or they're just kind of like turn a blind eye to it? No, so my dad passed away when I was little, mm, so it's just sorry my mom. to hear that. It's okay, but my mom is super religious, mm. super strict. <laughs> so no, she's been against. So when I did pageants, she wouldn't show up to them. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, she was like, "Why are you up there in a bathing suit? That's not what God wants." And when I would do fitness, same thing. So when I told her I was going on TV, oh my God, the worst <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but uh, I guess after. She saw the show and she saw what it was that I wasn't going to be doing anything like a telenovela where I'm like sexual. Yeah. 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 She was like, oh, okay. And, you know, after I came back, she was okay with it. But before, no. So she approved the show, but doesn't probably still doesn't approve of the pageant stuff. No. 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 Oh, man. That's got to be hard and not having support. I guess that's your support system. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some other. Do you have other siblings? Yes, I have a brother, and he's always been very supportive. Yeah, yeah, he showed up to the pageant when I won, and oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he, yeah, he's very supportive. That's yeah. awesome. That's important when you're doing stuff that no one. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one. Not a lot of people do that kind of stuff right. or do the things you do. So it's real important to have some support mm-hmm. to give you a little bit of confidence and get yeah. you through it. 
Yeah, I would feel kind of bad sometimes when I would see like the mom show up with you know the mm. other girls, and I'm like, I'm like, it's okay, whatever. <laughs> 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 what is the the pageant life? So when you won, do you, you you own the crown for about a year? Is that that it? And then you have to do certain tours and certain events. What is that? Intel. So for Houston, it's local and it is a year. Okay. And I did, I was very active with my platform, which was kids with disabilities. So it was a lot of volunteering, a lot of community service, a lot of networking events, some fashion shows, just photo shoots, a whole bunch of everything, yeah. really. There's a, a lot of, a lot of things. And it was funny because, okay, I was going to, I told you I was going to compete in Europa. So yeah. I competed that weekend. The weekend after, I I crowned the new queen, and then the weekend after, I flew to Dominican Republic to do the show. <laughs> That's crazy. It was crazy, yeah. Oh wow. That's why I'm like, my life is pretty like calm right now. Yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> like what it was back then. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty good. Uh, do they do they compensate you for winning or anything like that? The pageant? Mm -hmm. No, the pageant doesn't. It's oh, just the experience. Really? Yeah, it's just like cheap. There's a lot of money being <laughs> spent out there. They're like, they're like yeah, pocket. yeah, right. Those cheap asses. Good lord. No, but I mean, it was a really good experience. I got to meet a lot of people. I had a, like I said, it's it's all about the experience, really, and giving back to your community because I haven't been as active like when I was back then, and I do want to go back to giving back, which you know you do with people you know. They're like, hey, I need help, and you try right. to help them, but being out there was like. Like having a platform, like for me, it was kids with disabilities and being out there um, helping with whatever and just, it's not the same like giving your time versus just, I mean, they're they're both good, but right. I really enjoy the giving the time. Yeah. yeah. It fills your soul. It's like, right. it's not like working at the plant where it's you're helping, I guess, someone else, a coworker, yeah, but like going and helping kids, it's like... It's so rewarding. It, it feels yeah. good. It's like it feels like that's what you're supposed to be doing right. with your life. Um, so you quit your job during mm -hmm. that time. Did mm -hmm. did they compensate you enough for quitting your job, or was it more for the experience? No, they did pay. Yeah, yeah, and they they paid pretty good. I mean, they paid me more than what I was making. Yeah, well, that's so, good. Yeah, and the people that I got to meet, I would have never met if it wasn't for the show, like Jorge yeah. Masvidal. Um, Yadishna. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, she said it like that, and I didn't know who it was. Uh, I was like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> she said it the right way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> A lot of, like, parkour athletes, you uh -oh. know, like, people that I would have never met otherwise. And then, you know, you just kind of stay in touch with them. We're not as close anymore. Obviously, everybody has their own life, but it's just a cool feeling. Like, I just did a podcast with Chelly Cantu. She was, uh, she's a gymnast. So she was in the Olympics in 2008. Oh. So we did a podcast about the Olympics since, you know, that was going right. on. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like really cool people that I wouldn't have met otherwise. So and I feel like, like I've had a, a lot of good experiences. Like yeah. I, I can say I live my life pretty, pretty good. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of jealous. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, okay. So this seems kind of like an athletic show. If you got parkour people and Olympians mm -hmm. yes. contacting you. Yes. So, like, what were you doing? Were you, like, climbing ropes and swinging from poles or what? Kind of. I mean, there was one. Okay, so the first one, we had to push a tire, and then we had to swim across, and then we had to climb. And 
the next one was like a strength thing and then all of them at the end when you were out of breath you had a it was an aim thing so you had to knock something down you had to make a basket it was aim so yeah oh wow how long was the event i think it was three months i was only there for two on the show and then the last so i got eliminated and then they hide you for a week because they're filming a week ahead so they don't want the audience to know you know they don't yeah. want anyone to be like oh i saw her she's already out yeah <laughs> they don't want true. anyone to spoil it so yeah so i was there at the dominican for three weeks and then we went back for another week for the semifinal. and then the one of the guys who was in the semifinal, he got i forgot it what illness he got but i think it was from the water mm. that they were in mm. yeah and um so we had to come back for the final you said it's kind of like survivor is it like do you have to like make your house and like stay in it no, kind of thing no it's just like survivor in the sense that you're in an island you're completely disconnected from everyone they take your phone away um they took our makeup away they took our brushes oh away. no we brush <laughs> yeah. that's the worst part oh, <laughs> they, we didn't have deodorant i had to go and uh, find lemon trees and i would cut the lemon and then that's what i would use as deodorant oh yeah, damn like it was, roughing it yeah wow but i mean it wasn't that bad and you had to compete for the house too like you would get what they call a mansion and then just like a little cottage type of i only was in the house since i was only there two weeks so i didn't rough it out that much (laughs) not like the other ones did were you happy to to leave at that point or did you wish you could have stayed I mean, I, I don't think I would have minded staying one more week, yeah. but, it, it, you know, you're disconnected from everybody, and yeah. and it was, so it was like an adrenaline rush every single day, because you're competing on TV every single day, and for me, just waiting, because the, what do you call the per, the host, I guess, mm-hmm. the TV host, he would talk and announce it, and you're like sitting there ready to go, and that's just like <laughs> the worst feeling, like the suspense, so I would just hate that feeling, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I've seen you um, posting pictures of, of, of vodka, sorry, or tequila. tequila. Yeah, okay, tequila. yeah. So is Come that? Oh man, I know I'm a rookie here. <laughs> tequila. Is that your? Is that also some, you? Or is that a joint venture that you're on? Or that's my cousin's. Okay, and I'm working for him. That's awesome. Yeah. So what? How long has he been making tequila? So he started it in 2020. And then this year, we've kind of just been waiting because Mexico owns the word tequila. So if you want to use the word tequila in your name, they have to approve it. And it's like a whole legal thing. Shit. So we've been. What? Yes. I did not know that. So we are still waiting on that. So we're waiting on the label to get approved. We have the name now, but we're waiting on the label. What if you approved. name it like tequila with a K? <laughs> some ghetto ass tequila man <laughs> yeah man that's a way to get out of it you said mexico has mexico. The, they own they have a trademark the yeah. country has a trademark yes yeah do other countries have trademarks? i hope so i don't know but i know mexico does that's it so where is the tequila being made at in tequila jalisco oh it's actually so being made te- in mexico tequila is a, yeah tequila is a city in jalisco where okay. they make the tequila that's awesome yeah, yeah we went in december and we got a see the agaves and we went on the little tour where they teach you how they make it and they give you all the samples for you to taste dang it was fun trash (laughs) no i didn't i tried not to yeah but okay on the last night i did (laughs) they show pictures of just Uh, like uh, her passed out on the ground she's like just pouring it out (laughs) 
<laughs> but what I can say about the tequila is it's really good. The taste is really good because they, they gave us cantaritos. I don't know if you guys know what that is. I have no idea any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> you may be saying an English word. I just don't know. <laughs> well, it's a drink, and they give it to you in a little, like, a, not a barrel. I don't know what you would call it. Oh. Flower pot? That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, those like a pot, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, like a pot, I don't guess. I don't know. Like a brown pot? Like yeah. the yeah. play. Okay. Oh, shit. I'll have to show you a picture. Okay. But yeah, it's like uh, lemon juice, grapefruit, and I don't remember what else is in it, and tequila. And it's really good, right? But whenever they gave us one with our tequila, that one tasted the best. And it's not just because it's ours, uh, like it really did. But it was like a blind taste, though. Was it a no, blind? Oh, no, you no, know, we were okay. just going to different places. And every place we went to, we would get a cantarito. And yep. then when we went to the place, the distillery, where they were, I don't know if it's called a distillery, but the place where they make it. Yeah. Um, they let us try it, and they put it in cantaritos. And I, to me, it was the one that tasted the best. And also, it was the one I felt the most. So, just Ooh. FYI. Yeah. Well, they put, like, fruit and all this stuff in the one that there theirs was. Like, <laughs> we don't know which one it is. <laughs> but it has, like, umbrellas. We have no stuff. clue. <laughs> yeah. Fireworks shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. But, damn, that seems like a lot to drink if it's in, like, a flower pot. So, well, it's not that big. Like It's like that. Oh, well, geez. Oh, damn. That's a little little flower pot. So it looks just That's like cute. a They little, do little sell the huge ones, though. If you look on TikTok, you'll see the, I don't, I don't yeah. know if you have a picture, but they're huge. That's a pretty yeah, cool but glass. But you share it. You don't drink it by yourself. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so he started it in 2020, waiting on um, approval from Mexico to use tequila. Yeah. And then do y'all have like logistics planned out where it's going to be shipped and sold and all that stuff? So right now what they're working on is the minis. So we can get at least get them out and have people uh, try them. Yeah. So they should be out pretty soon. And then that way we can start sending them to stores, to bars, to restaurants, influencers. Jeez. And then, you know, get the name out there, have them taste it. And then hopefully by the time it comes out, everybody knows about it already. Dang. And you're, are you partnering with them or, or is it just your sibling? No, it's my cousin. Your cousin. Yeah. Cousin. Put him on. Prima, I'm sorry. Yes. Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Your ours. He named me the C what is it? The C O O? Chief. No, the CCO. Chief operating officer. CCO, the Chief Communicating Officer. Oh damn, dude. That's oh, awesome. Wow. Hell yeah. You need a shirt made with that. <laughs> Get a name tag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have one, it doesn't count, right? Yeah. Well, uh, that's cool. So then you can reach out to your um, social media influencers and, and send them a bottle and have mm-hmm. them post. That's so yeah. crazy. That's a thing. Even like, I know someone that works for Red Bull. That's something they do. They have a budget to pay influencers to put it on their page. Yeah. It's like one of the best ways to get, it's not commercials anymore on TV, it's you know, yeah. freaking Instagram, man. Everybody's People on followers. You on TikTok? I am on there, but I haven't posted in forever. And the first one that I had, I'm not able to log into it for some reason. Mm. So I lost Got it. Got logged out. Yeah. It's such a an addictive app. Yes. When Even, COVID hit, I was addicted. Yeah. Yes. That's like it that was pretty much right when it got popular, right? When COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was all the plan. <laughs> <laughs> From China, right? Yeah, too. Yeah. Holy we'll shit. Really get them with this thing. <laughs> yeah, my daughters will uh walk around doing the freaking moves yeah. all the time. And you see other kids like standing in H E B line, they're they just can't sit still. You know they're doing a TikTok dance. Yeah. It's always crossing to the hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard I that. Girl Brewing Baker did that. Yeah. I thought she was pretty old, but she was just 
doing the TikTok. Making sure she had the moves right uh, for for the next post. Huh. That's uh, that, you gotta get it right. How do, how do people make money off that? So can you fill us in on that? Like, how are people making money off of yeah. TikTok or Instagram or? Well, usually people make money off of brands. People mm. will pay them to promote their brand. Just wear a shirt or or push a wear supplement a shirt, or something. Push a supplement. I don't know if, like, I've seen chips a lot recently. So Dang. Some it's chips. a local one. Yeah. Oh, chips. Okay. Chips. Yeah. <laughs> I always think it's another meeting with her. <laughs> like, what is chips? Damn, I knew this one. <laughs> I think I know this one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Close, close is a big one. Yeah. Especially close. since you do all the little transitions on TikTok. So boutiques oh, use that a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Makeup. Yeah. Makeup's big. Yes. Girls are making a lot out of yes. like, a lot. my girlfriend likes watching the murder. They'll talk about a murder story and uh, do the makeup. By those, the time yeah. they're done, the story's over. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's, We're talking it's, about something creative. Else. It is. Yeah. What people will watch. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have uh, ambassadors? I don't right now. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> He's a workout guy. Yeah. I work out a little bit. He's flexing I'm not as time. big as your, I'm, not a, I'm not as big as your boyfriend over there, but <laughs> I'm flexing really hard right now if you can't tell. Just, if y'all just, could see this guy, y'all would, y'all would run I away. got veins popping out of my head right yeah. now. <laughs> he might pass out. <laughs> yeah, that's a big yeah. thing. Um, do you know who, uh, he's going to hate me bringing this up. Do you know who Nick up. Bear is? No. With BPN supplements? No. Do you know who? No, no? no, dang, that must just be good. flooded. But they, 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 they're like taking over everyone I see on Instagram. Really, as BPN supplements, and yeah. it's like ambassadors. They're, I don't know what, how if they're paying people. I don't know. I wouldn't think they're paying them. Okay, but a lot of people would do it in exchange for product. That's mm. what I've been doing lately. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. But I do eventually. I do want to choose like a few athletes. I just. It's just hard, especially when you're starting off. You're trying to figure out who's going to give you a return on your investment and who isn't. Yeah. Because you'll have someone who has a lot of followers, but they don't have a community within those followers. It's yeah. just, here's a picture of me. I'm pretty, like my picture, and that's it. Yeah. And then you have other people, like this girl, she has maybe like 20,000, which which is still a good number, right? But it's not like 2 million or 100,000 or whatever. But she she does fitness classes over Zoom. And she has this little community. Mm. And I sent her one. So I sent someone one, right? And he, this person had like over 100,000 followers. Didn't really do anything. And then I sent it to this girl who had a community. And right away, 50 likes, people bought. And I was like, oh, wow. So it's when you're choosing an influencer, just be, make sure that it's you're not just looking at how many followers they have, but... Who are they? What are they doing for their community? Because when they're involved and they have a little community, those are the people that are more likely to buy. Yeah. Do you think it's like the difference between someone that just posts pictures uh, and compared to someone who posts pictures and also does lives and gets interactive? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's Do you think it's better for someone to be more interactive and that would sell a product better? Yes, absolutely. And also, a lot of people just post without really having a purpose other than look at me. And then there's people that, uh, like I have a friend who's a social media consultant. And she's like, when you post, she's like, make sure that your post either entertains, it informs, or it inspires. She was like, if it doesn't do any of the three, don't post it. So. Jeez. We need to shut our accounts down. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, God so, dang. so, you know, a lot of people use their Instagram with a purpose. Like you'll have someone who 
Okay, so you have the girl who is working out and she's posting her butt all day long. And then you have the girl who's giving you advice on, you know, teaching you like this is the right form or this is how you should be eating, blah, blah, blah. Well, the girl who's just posting her butt, all she's getting is likes from creepers more than likely. And the girl who's actually bringing value into your life, you know, teaching you something, that girl's going to have people who are more interactive, more likely to listen to what she says than the other girl. Yeah, yeah just learn. Just learn something here. Yeah, the butt girl will have a lot of followers. Yeah, like, but but I mean, not a lot of react or not reactions, but like interactions, I guess, yeah, with the account. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to watch out too. Like I'm now, I'm wondering how many accounts are buying followers. A lot. We we've been trying to build our podcast account, and uh, it's nothing. It's it's blissful. Like it's nothing there. It's a desert. Like it's hard. I'm, but I'm wondering, like, man, if we just bought some sometimes, like, what, is that the move to go? Because it seems like everyone, I don't know a person who hasn't bought. Mm. You know what I mean? But I guess it just depends. What are you trying to do? Yeah. Like, what was the purpose of your podcast? If it's to impact someone or teach someone or whatever the purpose is, and you just bought followers, some of them are not even real accounts. So nobody, yeah. nobody's logging in there mm-hmm. to look at your content. So do you want followers or do you want to make a difference in yeah. someone's life? It, you know, yeah. it's what you want to do. Yeah, we've definitely been doing the organic way. We haven't, <laughs> well, we, we'll post <laughs> and we'll do all the hashtags and then like five messages will come up. I guess they're like, they're, they uh, see the hashtag yeah. and they, mm-hmm. it, it automatically promo generates, yeah, promo. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Well, what is that? You can block those. We just learned you can block uh, those. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's a setting that. that you can, uh, yeah. some, he didn't tell me this. Yeah, there's a setting you can do and block the promo this or promo it on that. Oh, okay. Um, isn't that crazy how our brains are having to um, think of what hashtag to use? Do you go that deep? Do you like one? Do you have like a set of hashtags that you use and put them on rotation or something? I have one for the company for the supplement line, but not for the podcast. What I was I was thinking we get a blast of information here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's like, I don't do anything. <laughs> no, no, I do for the company. And then for the podcast, I haven't yet just because I just created the Instagram for that one. So that one has like 30 some followers. And the business page, like if you look at my personal page, it's like 43,000 followers because I was on TV. But then you go to my business page and it's like 600 followers. But I would rather grow it organically mm-hmm. and have real customers because... What what does a fake follower do for me? Are gonna is, is a fake follower gonna buy for me? Yeah, you know, no. you never know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they might accidentally. <laughs> I think you could tell if the the people that buy their followers too, because um, let's mm. say they have like forty thousand followers, mm-hmm. but when they post something, they have like twenty likes. Well, you know even what I mean? that, I've been struggling with that myself. And my followers, I know, are real, but okay. So I used to get like at okay. So I used to get like two thousand likes per picture right yeah and now it's depending on what it is i'll barely make it to a thousand if that and then if i post like something like a podcast where it's not a picture of me and it's me talking to someone it'll get like 50 likes or something and i'm like how am i getting 50 likes when i have forty three thousand? and it just i don't know i wanted to ask you about that i've noticed um that you've been venturing off into like the political realm a little bit Mm -hmm. Do you think that has anything to do with I feel like getting shadow banned a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because okay, so there. Okay, so one week I was averaging like five thousand views per story, and then I forgot what I posted. I started posting something political. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
something probably related to COVID. I don't know. And then <laughs> yeah, next, don't touch that. Yeah. Golly. And then next week it was like 200 views. Yeah. I was like, what? I posted something on Facebook this morning. I, okay. I shared it. Uh, it was uh, I. The, it was a just a a picture of an image with words and it said, I support mandatory vacations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then <laughs> you see that one. And yeah. then when I shared it, mm-hmm. it said like the little COVID had the little COVID emblem. Like, and then people I actually got a comment from somebody is like, well, I don't support that, but I support that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were thinking that I was talking about vaccinations. Yeah. I think they were like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I misread that. <laughs> but those are my views. Yeah. Those are my views. <laughs> it's crazy. Being, um, I'm glad we're on this topic now. So you being a Hispanic female, mm-hmm. you know, Hispanic and female at that, and your views are more um, right-centered, right? Right. I would, I would say. Yeah, I'm so, very conservative. Yeah. yeah. So how is that? Like, what kind of feedback do you get from folks on that? Because automatically people would assume, oh, well, she's Latina, and so she's got to be, you know, a liberal. All right, so this, it, I don't understand, okay? Because, okay, so I, I wasn't, I knew nothing, literally nothing about politics before George Floyd. I didn't know there was a right side. I didn't know there was a left side. I didn't know there was a blue and a red side. I knew I had heard about Republicans and Democrats, but nobody talked about politics at home. My mom doesn't know anything about politics. Um, at work, at school, you know, everybody was like, don't talk about politics. Kind of like religion. Don't talk about religion. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know anything. And then whenever... The, George, the whole George Floyd thing happened. It was during COVID. So I was reading up and I kept reading and seeing things. And at first I was like, oh my God, you know, that's so horrible because, you know, I'm not racist. So obviously I'm like, oh my God, you know, like just like everybody else, like how could they? That's so wrong. But then I kept seeing how they were making such a big deal about it, which, you know, not to say it wasn't a big deal, but a lot of other black people have died and nobody has made such a big deal like they were with George George Floyd. So that to me that was kind of like hmm like why? Right. So I started looking into it and it just I was like something's not adding up. I'm like why? Why George Floyd? So I started looking, I started reading, stumbled upon Candace Owens. Yeah. And she was talking about that and I was like I was like, I was right. I was like, I knew it didn't feel right. I was like, something was off. So I started listening to her and I was like, okay. So then I started reading them, you know, go on Google. I know Google isn't always like the best source, but just what's the difference between the two? And I was like, okay, so conservative, liberal. And I was like, I was like, why? I was like, why are Mexicans, why do Mexicans hate Trump so much? Right. To me, mm. that I, I never understood that because so back then I was working at at a electrical engineering company and it was mostly white males. And I remember I was in my office one day and Trump had just said the whole criminals and rapists thing. And yeah. they went in there and they asked me, they're like, are you mad about what Trump said? And I'm like, what did he say? <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like, I don't know. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, what? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm over here. I was like, I got to get on my meals in. I was like, I don't know. And uh, they were like, you know, he said that some people who are crossing are rapists and criminals. And I was like, okay. And they were like, what do you think about that? And I was like, well, I was like, some of them are. I'm like, <laughs> like, what, what are you? And he was like, well, like, I was like, why are you even asking me this? You know, like what? And he was like, no, it says because a lot of people are really upset about it. And I was like, okay. So then I went and on YouTube and I listened to it and I was like, 
okay. I was like, he was very blunt. I was like, he could have said it nicer. Yeah. I was like, but he's not lying. You know, so if you ask any girl who's been raped when she crosses over, she'll tell you that it's true. Like, he's not lying. Yeah. So to me, and and I just didn't understand why, right? And then I had met Ivory yeah. at a at a gala. So then I saw that she was kind of, you know, hinting at stuff. She <laughs> couldn't say stuff, but yeah. I saw it, and I was, and that's when I invited her to be on my podcast. And she told me she was like, "Yeah," she was like, "They're censoring me," and I was like, "What is going on?" You know, it was, yeah. I was just like, "What is happening?" And I feel like once you wake up and you see it, you can't unsee it anymore. Yeah. And you see it everywhere when you're watching the news, when you're watching a TV show. Like you, you just can't unsee it anymore. And it just blows my mind how they're trying, how they, it's so easy for them to brainwash people. But if you look into it, my, my me personally, right, my family, very conservative. My grandpa, he was born in New Mexico. He took all his kids to Mexico. He didn't let them grow up here in the United States because white girls were too liberal. So he didn't <laughs> want his daughters to be, you know, so an old school, traditional Mexican is conservative. So to me, it was like, why is it that people automatically assume that Mexicans or a female Mexican is going to be a Democrat? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy because. So my family's the same. My family is very. Um, uh, they hate Trump. I, I I didn't. I never heard any of my family talk politics until Trump kind of made it um, mainstream, right? Okay. Um, but same in, you know, my thoughts are the same. I, I One side can't be right. You know what I mean? Um, and the, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, they're, they're all lying to us, right? Yep. Everyone is wanting to make money. So mm -hmm. they're putting false information on headlines. And that's what most people read these days on Facebook or Twitter or whatever Instagram it is. Mm -hmm. People will just read a freaking headline. Yep. And then they'll be like, well, see, Trump is racist because mm -hmm. he said this. <laughs> or you yeah. see, we're, we're killing people because we're not wearing masks. You, like they get their information from yeah. titles on Facebook, yeah. which is dangerous. And it was mm -hmm. fun. Like one thing that made me kind of wake up is when I read a, a story about um, a kid who died of COVID. Um, and the headline was, well, it was right when COVID hit. It was like a 21 year old, healthy 21 year old dies of COVID, something like that. And you click on the article and then the last paragraph, it says, and this guy was bad, was had an extreme case of asthma. Like wow. yeah. you, you didn't actually get that information until the very end of the article. Yeah, they manipulate the information and it's, uh, it's so crazy. It's intense. Do you get feedback or uh, kickback or people talking crap because you're Hispanic and you're, you're more right centric? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like whenever I had a post, whenever I voted, so I had never voted, right? Because <laughs> I had never taken any interest in politics. So I was like, I don't care that my vote doesn't even count, like whatever. But after I found everything out uh, last year, yeah, last year, I was like, I'm going to vote. I was like, I don't know if it's going to help, but I'm going to vote. And I posted, and uh, I go to church. So the pastor uh, had said, um, he was. I guess people had been asking him, who do I vote for? <laughs> and he's like, just, he was like, find out what their policies are. He was like, and the ones that align most with God, he was like, vote for that person. And so I put that as my caption. I didn't put who I voted for. That's all I put. Whatever, whoever policies aligns more with God and from, and people knew right away yeah. who I voted for. And I'm like, if you know, 
You know, like, why, why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> Fool. Yeah. How would that give it away? Well, you know, pro life. Mm-hmm. Um, I got you. I don't know. Damn. It's intense. Yeah. And we were talking about the other day how, like, your news feed, there's, like, nothing anymore. Yeah. You know, it was all about the president before, and now it's, like, crickets. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on, and there's not well, those memes and weird stuff that you normally see. I started following a lot of conservative accounts, so I've been seeing a lot of memes <laughs> <laughs> about Biden. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. yeah. And there, I, I won't get as much hate now, but the other day some guy posted, oh, because I post, I don't know if you guys follow Jordan Peterson. He's a psychologist. Mm, yeah. So he was talking to someone about how when the, what was it, the Spanish flu? Yeah. How data was showing that the more cases that they were telling the people about, the more votes for the Nazi party. <laughs> Something like like they were using it as a fear tactic, right? And um, and I posted his like a little clip of his podcast that he had shared. I I just shared it, and then I had seen a picture that said World War Two, and it's like bombs and whatnot dropping from an airplane, and then it says World War Three, and it's coronavirus and vaccines. Oh, yeah. So I posted them back to back. Oh, you're ready for <laughs> you're ready for it. Huh? You're like. <laughs> Yeah, and then so and I didn't open the message, but you know when it, you don't follow the person, but it goes to a different in, inbox. Yeah. So I just saw it, but I didn't reply. He was like, "Tan linda" and so full of shit. <laughs> shit. And I was like, <laughs> "If you don't want to see it, then yeah, you know. don't follow me, fool." Yeah. I uh, I I read uh, some some of the headlines from the Daily Wire, um, which is a pretty conservative um, oh, yeah. newspaper or website. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, and I don't know how much you can believe this, but they were saying some of the numbers like from COVID that they're counting, like people that have died that are not vaccinated, they're counting even the people before there was even a vaccine available. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're yeah. lumping all of 2020 mm-hmm. numbers in mm-hmm. under that. So again, yeah, it's a very, are all wrong. you can manipulate yeah. numbers anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's such a crazy topic that no one, like everyone you're either if you put a mask on you love humanity if you don't wear a mask you're a piece of shit you know what i mean yeah it's crazy and and it doesn't make any sense i saw a meme the other day i think donald trump jr posted it and he had put him well it was the meme was a mask over the what's it called the muffler yeah and he says there i fixed a climate whatever (laughs) climate climate change change, yeah And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, one. if it's supposed to, you know, stop a deadly virus, why wouldn't it stop, you know, yeah. pollution or whatever? But I thought yeah. it was funny. That's funny. Uh, it, yeah. And a lot of it just doesn't make sense to me. No. It, it doesn't. Mm. But they're not reporting the deaths that are caused due to the, you know, people die after they get a vaccine. So the vaccine. And our systems are so different. People don't understand. Like I could get something done. And then you could go and get something done and our bodies may respond differently. Yeah. And, and instead of being like, hey, it's your choice. It's up to you. Yeah. Do what you want. They're trying to force it. And I don't. That's what I'm not OK with. Like if I choose not to get it, I should have the right to not want to get it. Absolutely. Especially if it hasn't it hasn't proven to work. People still get COVID after they get vaccinated. Yeah. You know, you can still spread it like it. I'm like, what's the difference between getting it and not getting it? It it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. That we tried looking up the numbers of people that passed away from uh, COVID vaccines, and mm-hmm. it's like, you 
you'll you'll find something but it's like, all of the numbers are always different and yeah. i think that's why you said you started to use uh search engine duck duck go, duck, duck, go. yeah yeah so you can mm. i love it now <laughs> yeah. yeah you can get some yeah, information that's not there. like manipulated yeah we just talked to this guy the solar panel guy he's talking about um he you know people that are considering to install solar panels on their house mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, what are the prices like? And he's like, well, I can't, there's no like a, there's no bundle price. Everything, I go to your house and then I look at the square footage of your house. I look at your past 12 months of bills. And then I, I build a package based off what your house is and based off what, how many, you know, what, what power you consume. And now this is kind of a stretch comparison, but for so for installing solar panels, it's a one uh, customized deal for a house. And we're trying, we're, we're, to me, it like kind of boggles my mind that there's a mm-hmm. vaccine, one vaccine mm-hmm. for every body type. To me, that's insane. Yeah. Like, cause no diet, no person can have the same diet. Exactly. And the same exactly. effect. You know what I mean? We can't even eat the same. How are you supposed to take the same vaccine? I know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, that's yeah. crazy. And I saw that they were forcing it in Australia. I posted a video of it yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And uh, people kept asking me, what is that? And I was like, I was like, fact check me. But it seems like they're forcing it, you know, in Australia. And it it just, it was so disturbing to see. Because I don't know if you saw it, but it's the little girl gets separated from the dad and then the police tackle the dad. And I'm like, if the dad's not okay with his daughter getting vaccine, he should have the right to say no. I don't know. It's it's all very disturbing. None of it makes sense to me. Are you wanting to, on your podcast, are you wanting to dive in more on this political realm? Um, I will eventually. Yeah. I talked to Dan, Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. And he said I have to bug his office a lot. <laughs> so I don't, I hate being that person though. But you know, I Did, guess. If you got Dan Crenshaw on, that'd be amazing. It would be. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Look at you. You're passionate. I can see the passion in your eyes. It uh-huh. just frustrates me because it, I don't, it just makes me mad. No, definitely. It does because it doesn't it make is. sense. <laughs> I think it's formulated that way. Yeah, yeah I that's guess, why everybody yeah. has a problem, and it's two sides, and mm-hmm. it's just like football. Like you're gonna talk about your team and get all passionate about it, yeah. and you get tribalism. But it's stuff. not even that I'm like, no, don't get the vaccine. No, it's like if you want to get it, get it, but don't be trying to force it on other people. Yeah, that's what I have a problem with. And definitely. if you look at uh, all the censorship that is going on on social media or just the internet in general you're like what's happening um when last year i had posted that uh we were being youtube was censoring Mm -hmm. and somebody commented oh it's okay they're a private company but then the (laughs) government came out and said yeah we partner with facebook and we're going to be censoring (laughs) you know i was like okay what do you what do you have to say to that now if you look at cuba if you look at venezuela if you look at other countries they come for your freedom of speech and then they come for your guns and then they do whatever they want with you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to take him. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. So, okay. sorry. Uh, so, so real quick, how can people get a hold of you and, and buy your supplements and all that good stuff? Yeah. So my Instagram is Bri- well at Brianda.Carrasco. And then the supplement Instagram is BCN Supplements. You can purchase it at www.bcnsubs.com. And then my podcast is Built from the Inside Out. I think that's it. Awesome. Right? My email is brianda at bcnsoaps.com. Well, brianda, we had a great time with you and uh, look forward to having. many more episodes of your podcast. So thank you, thank you for coming. Thank you. All right, bye. <laughs>